Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Are you struggling to meet women? Are you starting to feel lonely? Are you starting to feel undesired and unwanted, maybe getting frustrated, maybe getting sexually frustrated. Should you lower your standards to finally bring some women into your life or should you maintain your pride and not lower those standards at all? Today, I wanna share some controversial answers to those questions and solutions to those problems. So get strapped in and let's begin. The question of whether you should lower your standards to me is a is an incredibly loaded question because behind it there is a mindset um, that, that exists among many men. And that mindset is your value as a man is directly attributable to the hotness of the woman you're dating. Uh, and more than that, I think it's it's like your self-esteem as a man and your um, the, the, you know, the, your, your, your self-confidence and all these things, these traits that you have as a man is directly related to the type of woman that you're walking with, that you're next to, that you're dating, that you're in relationships with. And I think that this feeling among men is so powerfully strong that I know a lot of guys who would feel embarrassed to walk next to a large, overweight, unattractive woman in the street just in case people thought that he was dating her or having sex with her. Right? So I know that this is a very pervasive thought for a lot of men, and this idea of lowering your standards is very closely connected to that. And so the first thing I want to say is that I think it's incredibly unhealthy emotionally. Anytime you live your life worried about what other people think of you. So if you start making a lot of life decisions based on how are other people going to think of me because I do X, how are people going to think of me because I do Y, if you start to do that, you degrade your quality of life for other people's benefit. Now, in all other parts of your life, you wouldn't apply this mindset. So picture this. Imagine that you are a um, you are an apprentice uh, tradie or an apprentice chef, and you don't have very much income coming in, and all you can afford to get to work is like a 15-year-old beat-up car. Imagine saying to yourself, you know what, I have too much pride for this car. I'm going to walk to work for two hours every day, so I get to maintain my pride. Imagine that you say... You know, I'm a really poor uni student and all I can afford to eat most days are two minute noodles, but I've got more pride than that. So I'm only gonna eat one meal a week so I can afford to eat something nice. Imagine saying, uh, my parents didn't ha- don't have very much money, so all I can afford, all I can really get to is community college. Well, I've got more pride than that, so I'm not gonna go and get an education. Um, when I give you those examples, you can clearly see that <clears throat> that mindset would be stupid right? That that would be inane. You'd be hurting yourself to maintain your pride. You'd be hurting future progress. You'd be hurting your future self to maintain some sense of pride, which is mostly based not so much on what you think about yourself, but what other people think of you, right? And then you're using that to assess how you should feel about yourself. And to me, that's a really, really unhealthy mindset. So let me give you some some insight into why. So picture two men, man A and man B. Man A, uh, so both men are equal and they both want to go out and start to meet women and go out dating and flirting and, and do all that kind of fun stuff. Man A says to himself, you know what? I've got a line. I've got a clear sense of pride. 
And what I'm gonna do is I'm not going to interact with any women below a certain looks level because I think I deserve better than that. Uh, so he goes out and he starts talking to women and his social skills aren't that well developed, right? So he's still, he's struggling a little bit and he necessarily doesn't have a lot to offer himself either at this point, hard to say, but let's say he doesn't. And so he's really struggling to, 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 to get much traction with women who are on his level. So, but he'll, well, no matter what happens, he'll never drop his standards. Man B is the same thing, not great social skills. Um, you know, he doesn't have a lot going for him right now, but Man B says to himself, he thinks more rationally. He says, you know what, I'm going to do the, the, what I would do in other parts of my life. I'm going to do the best I can right now with what I've got right now. If my conditions change, I will increase my expectations. I know that I want more and that's okay to want more, but right now I'm going to do the best I can with what I got. So what Man B does is Man B lowers those standards, or he doesn't really think about standards, he just goes to the best women that he can get any kind of traction with. So Man B starts approaching and talking to and flirting with less, less not just attractive women, but just less, you know, uh, socially, social valued women overall, and attractiveness will be a big part of that. So Man B is going out there, he's talking to women, he's flirting with them, and he's starting to go on dates, right? Because, man, he's lowered his standards. If we look at Man A and Man B's trajectories, in other words, their ability to, to develop uh, social skills, their confidence in themselves, right? Their, their, their life satisfaction over, let's say, six months of doing this. Which man do you think has developed by far the, the higher level of social skills after those six months? Who do you think has built the most confidence over those six months? Who do you think is happier after those six months? I'll tell you, it's Man B. Absolutely 100% it's Man B, because Man A has faced rejection after rejection after rejection. Uh, he feels far worse about himself. He maintained his self-esteem, but because all he's faced is rejection, he feels really rubbish. Man B, on the other hand, feels like, hey, I wish I could attract better women, but I'm feeling attractive, I'm feeling desired, right? I'm feeling like I'm getting some sort of success, and I'm getting to really practice all my high-level attraction skills. Woohoo, that's great. So man B, even if he doesn't change anything else in his life, is suddenly already going to, after six months, have a better chance of meeting more attractive women successfully than man A will. Because man B didn't get caught up with the pride thing. But, oh, oh Damien, I hear you say. That's all fine and well, but the truth is, I'm just not attracted to these women, right? Do you expect me to go on dates and actually have sex with women I'm not attracted to? to? Ugh! Alright, so there is more to the Man A and Man B story that I do need to get into because I think it's a feature that's missing from attraction skills. And it's a big attraction skill that Man B is going to learn that Man A isn't. So, when you, when you start to focus on women who are less visually appealing, right, less attractive, uh, because that's the best you can do, what Man B learns to do over time is he actually starts learning to find features about that woman that are attractive because We'd always adjust. We will, if I stick you on an island with only women who you currently think of as unattractive, you will start to find some of them attractive, <laughs> right? You adjust. There's an adjustment effect that takes place. But man B is learning a very important skill set, which is to find and isolate and focus on and bring forwards the aspects in women that are genuinely and uniquely attractive about her. And that's how he's going to adjust. That's how he will adjust to find those women attractive or to find attraction for some of these women. So why is that such a big skill set? It's a big skill set because men who only focus, not always, but very frequently, men who only focus on really hot women, they're terrible at finding the things about individual women that are uniquely attractive. And when you can do that, so when I meet a woman, when I'm out and about, I'm not just thinking, oh, she's hot, so I'm in. I'm looking for the things about her that make me genuinely turned on. So not just her boobs and stuff like that. I mean, 
things about who she is, things about what she has to offer, things about a little smile that she has or a little facial expression or a little movement that she does, cute philosophies she has, things, I don't know, whatever it is about her that's gonna make me attracted to her. I, I'm looking for those as well as just thinking overall she's a hot woman. And why that's so powerful is that that's what women want you to do. Even hot women, they want you to find the things about them that are uniquely attractive to you, not just every guy. You go, oh, you sure are hot, <laughs> right? They want you to find that. And when you find that and bring it out in them, they're attracted to you. It's like this, this dating skill set that is almost never taught by dating coaches out there. And man B develops this. And, you know, I developed this. It's, I didn't go through a period where I was only exclusively sleeping with unattractive women, but I learned this skill early on, um, especially because I had sisters growing up too, that... It's incredibly powerful. When I go out, my students often comment that it's interesting that I make even the unattractive women when I'm winging my, my, my students, I make those unattractive women feel attractive, right? I'm good at it. Like, it's not like I don't recoil when I'm talking to a woman, like when I'm winging a guy and her, her friends, you know, the girl he's hitting on her friend who I'm talking to is unattractive, but I'm helping my student. I don't recoil. I don't, there's no sense that, that, you know, I'm going to keep my distance from her, right? She feels like I'm bringing out all the best in her. And, and I do that with women who are attractive and unattractive alike. So I feel like on an ongoing basis, I have more appreciation for women and what they can have to offer, which makes me a more appealing target for the women that I'm talking to. And so for me, if I'm out and about talking to women, you know, there are many times, not every time it ends up this way, but there will frequently be times where I will pick a woman who is, say, just pretty rather than, oh my God, hot. I'll take the just pretty one because she has overall more to offer. She's more attracted to me once I've looked at everything that's going on. Um, sometimes it's the really hot one that, that has all those features, but it's not always. And, and I don't care what other people think. I'm not trying to prove anything to myself or other men. I'm looking for women who are uniquely attractive to me on all levels. I'm not, uh, I'm not picking up uh, women who I find physically unattractive anymore because I don't have to. I've got a great skill set. I've developed a lot of, uh, I guess I have a lot to offer any woman that I talk to, I believe. So I don't have to do that anymore. But if I lost my skills tomorrow, if I lost my social skills, if something happened to me, I lost a massive amount of self-esteem, I would lower my standards and do the best I can with what I've got and slowly build up from there. So guys, I know that's a very controversial opinion, but I'm very passionate about it because I think a lot of men, they get too caught up with other what other men are thinking about them. And men can be really harsh too, right? Like, ha ha, you're dating a fatty, right? Ha ha ha. Um, and, and it's it's... I know it's really hard not to get caught up with it, but you will hurt yourself if you get caught up with this thinking. If instead you just focus on doing the best you can with what you got, find the things about her that are uniquely attractive, like learn that skill. It will pay off in spades, right? Have some dates. If you're still not attractive, don't don't have to sleep with them, but just, you know, work with what you got while you can. Um, let me know what you think. I mean, that's that's what I tell all my clients. Have you done this? Have you not done this? Do you wish you had done this? Let me know in the comments below, guys. Um, I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on this video. That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.